Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Imagine if Warren Buffett bought an asset and then within 12 hours, he ended up selling it for a loss. Well, I tell you one thing, people would definitely not say he is the greatest investor of all time. We'd be questioning everything about him. We would say he'd be losing his mind and something has to be going on because that is just not normal thinking. However, people in the NFT space regularly do this. Today, I'm going to discuss why. So in yesterday's episode, I discussed why I minted the crypto tech women and the whole process of that. And I got onto the pre-sale, which was going on at 0.06 ETH. That lasted for about two days and about halfway through that is when I actually minted mine. And then the public sale started yesterday at noon Eastern time in the U.S. So I'm not sure exactly the cap as to how many people were allowed on the pre-sale list because I still have a number of 3,500, but I'm not exactly sure if that is the number of mints or if that was the number of people on the list or whatever it is. Maybe I missed that announcement, but for me, it just wasn't clear. So I'm not exactly sure, but sometime or somewhere around 3,500 was the max for the pre-sale and the public sale, the total amount would be at 8,888. When I minted, there was about 1,400 already minted, and at the point of when the pre-sale ended, about 1,800 were minted. So there was not a lot of action overnight between the time that I minted and the end of the pre-sale, which ended at about noon Eastern time, as I said, right before the public sale. The pre-sale ran right up to it. Now, generally speaking, flippers, when they're looking at this as far as what to do, as how much they're going to buy, and the probability of a project selling out... This is one of the things that they really look at is the number of pre-sales and how much action there is into it. And someone that is really in these projects and professionally investing into it, how they normally do it is once they're on the pre-sale list, they know that their spot is reserved. So they're not one of the people that are trying to get into it, mint it at the first 10 or 100 or whatever numbers, because depending on the project, certain percentage, for example, this one, if you minted within the first 15%, you were entered into a raffle. Now, someone who is in this for flipping and just trying to get the projects that are going to sell out and resell them for a markup, they don't really pay attention to all that. So their whole goal is not to mint as quick as possible. They actually wait it out and see what is the likeliness of this selling out. Because once the pre-sale sells out, it is a good indication that the project is going to sell out and that they're going to be able to maximize their investment and make a quick dollar on it. Because the whole name of the game for flipping is, just as it sounds, they're trying to flip their profits and quickly get in, quickly get out, and move on to the next project with their profits. So these signals and these numbers are very important to them. So they're actually watching it to see how it's going to go. Because what typically happens is the price spikes once it sells out and before the art reveals. And the most recent example that I can think of this really happening was if you were observing the Women Tribe Mint, which happened last week, that minted at 0.04 ETH. However, before the art reveal, which was 48 hours after everything sold out, the floor price was over 0.4 ETH. So that was a 10x return on anyone that was in this just trying to flip it. So understanding that usually for the most projects, they right that period right after it sells out and before the art is revealed, there is a huge price run up. The reason being is because people are speculating and they want to get the most rare ones. Because at this point in the NFT community, having one of the rare ones is signified as having more value or whatever it might be. And I did a whole episode on that as to why I'm no longer chasing rarity. 
However, rarity is very important to a lot of people. They check Rarity Sniper and all these different algorithms that are measuring the rarities and they're sorting through trying to find the projects with the most rare attributes or in the case of the combinations, it's going to be quote unquote the most rare NFT. Although technically speaking, they're all rare because the algorithm says there's no duplicates and what have you. So technically they're all one of ones. Yes, they're generative art. In theory, they're really all rare. But when I say the most rare is they're looking for the most rare trait, whether it be a hairstyle a skin color or a species or any, any of the attributes really. So anyways, that is basically a lotto ticket in the sense that it might be only 1% or even fewer that has the one that's the most valuable. However, these flippers understand that if you just play the numbers game you're uh, in trying to get these lotto tickets, you're most likely going to lose. So what they do is they try to get out of it before that art is revealed and people that are trying to find that really rare one are willing to pay a premium before that art is revealed. So that is why they do what they do. And it's two different ways of approaching it. If you speak to either side, they'll say that their formula, their game plan as to why this works out for them is based on whatever numbers that they're crunching and the percentages and the odds. So there's really two ways to look at the whole thing. Either way, both sides, they have their formula, they have their strategy, and they're sticking to it. So because of that, you can usually expect the price to fall right after the art reveal. And in the case of Woman Tribe, which I said they minted at 0.04, and then they uh, were the peak price before the reveal was over 0.4, right after the art reveal, it immediately dropped in half to about 0.2, 0.21. And then now, about a week after that whole process, it's floating around 0.17. So just showing you that there is that mint price really low, the spike up once it sells out before the reveal, and then it slowly comes down and settles. And then where it goes from there is really dependent on the project, the community and all that. But that is the majority of projects that do sell out at mint. And there's other indicators saying, okay, how long did it take for that project to get back to their pre art reveal price and all sorts of different things. But that is really as far as investing into it and working on spreadsheets and calculating all this stuff up, which is very interesting to me. However, that is not the focus of this podcast or this episode altogether, because for the most part, that is pure speculation. And of course, that is not why I produce this content. And I also assume that is not why you listen to me. I'm just telling you what happened with this particular project now and why it really broke all of these algorithms, if you will, and it broke all of these spreadsheets and formulas and the data. And it was very interesting to me. So because of the pre-sale not really taking off like wildfire and uh, minting out very quickly, a lot of flippers became very skittish of the project. Some of them did end up minting. However, some of them just decided not to mint whatsoever and they just moved on to the next one. Now, once the public sale started at noon yesterday... I noticed a lot of people were actually listing on the market for below the current mint price. So the pre-sale price was 0.06 ETH. The public sale is 0.07 ETH. So that's really just that 100th of an ETH difference for the spread as to where you can make the profit between the mint price or the pre-sale price and the public sale price. And people were trying to cash in on that. And I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. People are literally moving off of this project below the public price currently within 10 hours of buying this. And some people went even as far as to sell it below their or at the actual price that they minted at. So, of course, although, as I explained in that last episode, the gas price for this one was very negligible, but they were literally willing to lose those few dollars just to move off of the project because it seemed like it wasn't going to sell out. 
So about 12 hours after the public sale uh, became available, I went to bed. And at this point, there's probably about 4,000 of them already minted. And by the time I went to sleep, I didn't wake up and check this stuff immediately. I ended up uh, waking up, doing a few things. I went to church and then I came back before I got back to the screen and I decided to see, okay, where is this currently at? And much to my surprise, I saw that it was completely sold out. Between the time that I went to sleep and I came back to the computer, so really a 10 to 12 hour window, the other 4,000 sold and now the entire project was gone. We can only get it on the secondary market. And I said, wow, this is absolutely crazy. Now, mind you, I already minted my two and I bought one off the secondary market before everything sold out. So I was already locked in. I had a great deal and I had no intentions of trying to unload this and flip this because I was very interested into the project in the sense that I see the value of it. However, I will tell you at the end of this episode, I do have one for sale, but I'll tell you why and how I'm going to uh, work that out. However, I had no intentions of ever selling it at the mint price or below the mint price. But most importantly, when I'm looking at the actual data, it seems like it is about a two to one spread between the number that are minted, the 8,888, and the number of holders. So that is a good ratio in the sense that the average person, according to the math, is between two and three. I happen to have three, so that's technically above average, but it's not like one whale has a thousand of these and is just waiting for the price to move. So I think that is a good spread and how that all happened overnight in such a relatively short period of time, considering the fact that a lot of these professionals that are flipping and monitoring all of this moved off of it so quickly because it really seemed like it wasn't going to sell out. We're in a day and an age right now where these projects, if they're not selling out in 10 seconds, it seems like they're not going to sell out. And that is not the ones that flippers that really want that quick profit as quick as possible, trying to stack their ETH, move on to the next one with their profits. That is not what they're interested in. But just to give you a general overview, of course, I mentioned the Women Tribe. Their public sale sold out in under 10 seconds. I tried to get that, and I wasn't willing to do the whole gas war as far as the ridiculous amounts of ETH that they ended up paying for gas. People were uh, literally, or I should say bots, because most likely this was just some spreadsheet numbers that were put into a computer to be able to bid for this gas. They were paying as much as 0.4 ETH just on gas. So it's 10 times what they're actually minting it for, because again, remember, the price ran up so much before the reveal that they knew that spread, even if it was literally just fractions of an ETH, they were willing to do that because they could cover that with the uh, amount that they're willing to spend on gas, which is absolutely ridiculous. But again, that's that was their whole game plan, knowing that the price would be up at that point. So when they minted it, they were automatically already profitable as small as it may be because they're doing this for multiple projects. So I missed out on that. That was a 10 second sell off. Then of course, we have the uh, crypto tech woman, which I'm covering right now, that sold off really in about 24 hours of their public sale. Then you have something like the Board Apes Yacht Club, Basie, they sold out in about a week. Then you have the Expansion Punks, which sold out in a couple months. It, it took a, a few months for that one to sell out. Then on the extreme, you have the Crypto Skulls, which actually took years to sell out. You have seconds, hours, days, months, and years in this whole thing. And these are all quote unquote successful projects. So there's no real black and white. What is a successful project? How is it going to sell out all of this? Because definitely I know a lot of people 
did not think this was going to sell out before the art reveal. Some people were asking if uh, everything doesn't sell out, are we going to, how long are we going to wait for the art reveal? And Gigi definitely said that in 48 hours, whether it sells or not, it is going to be revealed. So people were actually excited and celebrating that and saying, okay, great, because I didn't know how long this is going to take. So even the community, even though we're willing to uh, sit with these, we're excited to buy them, what have you, myself included, I did not think it was going to sell out before the art reveal. And I have my three and I was just going to sit on it because I saw the value in it. And the way I was seeing it, honestly, a, a part of the project is a Web3 bootcamp. Based on what I've spent in the past on uh, various self-education programs and uh, different courses and online trainings and what have you, I calculated this and I said, okay, three NFTs is not even the price of one of those courses. It works out great. So for me, that's how I baked it into the price. And I knew that uh, regardless of it selling out or not, that Web3 Bootcamp formula, my way of looking at this, and again, I'm not telling you this is how you should look at it. I just told myself, this is what I was using to calculate the value of it and why I was willing to sit on it, even if it didn't sell out, is because I thought they had a great founder, that mission was there and the whole project. And knowing that she came from this whole tech background and how much it changed her life. I was really interested in the boot camp that she's getting ready to put together. And I said, I think that alone is worth over a thousand dollars without even seeing the curriculum, seeing anything, but just knowing that, okay, this is what courses are going for. As someone coming from the online marketing world, I know the cheapest courses really that are that can cover their cost and running their ads and all those different things, the benchmark they use for that is $497. So that is how I'm using to calculate this whole thing. I got three NFTs for basically $500 once you calculate it out into US dollars. So I wasn't worried about it selling out. Really, I just saw the value of it, the community, GG, everything that she's doing. And that's how I priced it. These people that were moving on very quickly, it's their loss. They didn't see the value of the project didn't see the vision of what was being built and it is what it is they're playing a very different game and you can't knock the hustle but that is their hustle and unfortunately it did not work out in this case for them anyways so with that said, I'd love to ask you, what is your uh, favorite project that you ended up minting? How long did it take to mint out? Because as I said, these successful projects, they could range anywhere from seconds to years. So how long did it take for it to sell out if it sold out? Because maybe it's still in the mint phase because some of these projects have been minting now for months and they still haven't sold out yet. But I would love to know, tweet at me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter and let me know. I would love to have you in a part of the discussion. And as usual, I want to thank you for listening to this episode episode. And of course, none of this is saying to follow what I did. I'm just telling you how I calculated it, how I valued it, and why I was willing to sit on it. But the last thing I did say, I forgot I was going to mention why I have one for sale, is I listed it really high simply because I said, if it covers my cost of being in this project, okay, great. If it sells, awesome. If not, I'll just hold it until it reaches that value. Because in the long run, I believe it's going to get there and I'm willing to sit with it. At the same time, I also know that the price is going to fall after the art reveal. So if I see one on the market that I really like, that does not mean I'm not going to pick up a fourth or a fifth because I'm fully expecting these prices to really drop after the art reveal. And maybe I see one that I absolutely love and will take advantage of the sale. But I will definitely land the plane there, and I want to thank you for listening to this, and I will see you in the next one. Later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.